Welcome to Culture Bites, where we take culture theory and turn it into everyday insights. We're powered by Human Synergistics, and our mission is to change the world one organization at a time. We can only do that together with our amazing community, so thank you for listening. Welcome to Culture Bites. My name's Dominic Gawley. I'm a consultant with Human Synergistics Australia. And I'm joined on the podcast this week by fellow consultant Fiona Hogarth. Hey, Fee. Hey, Dom. How are you going? I'm really well. Hey, a question that often comes up during accreditation or just comes, actually, it kind of comes up maybe sometimes down the track once people have done a few debriefs is this kind of being aware of your own, what's going on for you as a coach yeah. during a debrief? You know, because I guess there's kind of two people in a debrief, isn't there? There's the person getting the feedback, but also as a coach, you know, what's going on for us? Yep. And how might that help us? How might that hinder us is one of our favorite questions in a debrief. And just thinking about that. So I'd be interested just to hear your thoughts on thoughts on thoughts. (laughs) Thoughts on how our thoughts as a coach are showing up and playing out maybe during a debrief. What do you reckon? Yeah, well... It's a really, it's a great question. It's something you need to be conscious of. And I think it's, you know, f- often forget about how you show up. So there's a couple of things, even preemptive before you get into the debrief itself is being aware of your own state and what you bring are bringing to that debrief. So being, you know, not just rushing out of the meeting and stepping mm. into a debrief, that sort of stuff, that mm. preparatory piece. And then, yeah, being aware of how your own behavior might show up and what your trigger points are. I certainly know that from time to time in a debrief, you know, my oppositional button will get pushed because somebody will say something or my perfectionistic <laughs> button will get pushed and I'm like, in my head, so cognitively I've got it and I catch it, you know, so make sure that I'm aware that I don't blurt out, you know, <laughs> turn it into the behaviour as well. And that can just be, and it could be a trigger point anyway. So being aware, so how does your own profile show up? Is part of it's about being aware of what your trigger points are and catching it in the moment. And then there's an element for me that post the debrief, I'll debrief myself in terms of, oh, mm, what go? happened? What happened there? Why? What was that trigger? So yeah. that's one way it can show up for that, me. That's interesting. So so I'm just thinking about it, you know, say as a coach, you know, a bit more on the people side, let's say, in the passive defensive styles, maybe either thinking or behavior, or maybe let's say, well, both, let's mm. say both, you know, why does that matter? How might it show up What during a debrief? What should I be aware of? Yeah. So, yeah, it's just, well, part of it could be about how might you respond? You know, what, what might they see you do? But what might be the questions that you ask? So if that passive defensive, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use approval, for yep. instance. So in my profile, I have low approval. So my, and this speaks to a lot of, you know, profiles. We are more familiar with the styles that we have a lot of mm, in we'll our own We'll go to that stuff. next. Yep. Yeah. But, you know, from that approval sense, what can show up if I'm debriefing someone high in approval and I got this insight from a colleague was, you know, their person was high in approval, I don't understand it. So they're saying, oh, this is going really well. They're agreeing with everything that I'm saying. <laughs> or ever, yes, yes, I could, you know, and I was like, it wasn't until my colleague said, was describing it, I went, oh, that's actually approval. Yeah, they're just saying <laughs> yes to keep <laughs> you happy. They're saying yes to keep me happy. I just thought, I'm and, bloody brilliant. I'm, I'm brilliant. I'm <laughs> knocking this one out of the park. Um, you know, or the similar sort of thing I also have, which is a bit of a digression, but I have another client who is high in approval, and I know that because I mean, I've spent quite a bit of time with them, have this good relationship with them. And they would go, tell me all this people-pleasing stuff and carry on and bang on for 10, and I'm like, yep, tasky in my head. And I said, you know, Joe Blow, don't have to tell me all that. I already like you. 
and called him. And he goes, oh, yeah, I do that all the time. So I was overcompensating. Oh, that's quite funny. And, I, yeah, and he just went, hate it when you do that to me, Fiona, but I just called them in the moment. So that's the other way that sometimes it can be useful in terms of understanding it or even under if you – so the flip side of that is understanding your own profile. So, you know, I know what perfectionistic looks like and mm-hmm. sounds like and feels like. So I can potentially call it as well when I say, hey, what I'm hearing is this. So mm-hmm. it can work a bit both ways. Yeah. Done, but also got to be done with caution is the other piece yeah, in terms t- of calling it. Totally. I, I think what I see sometimes with, you know, if we're – a bit more in the green mm, styles mm. and our own thinking and behavior. You know, think about how does that play out as a coach? Yeah. I think sometimes how it can show up is, you know, someone might have some challenging feedback yes. and they're outside and I kind of want to make it okay for them. Yes. Right? Because I want, you know, security through people and relationships. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to upset this person. Yes. So therefore, oh, you know, like I think we can become co-conspirators and explaining stuff away. Yeah, and it's interesting, Dom, I've just had a massive aha as you've been saying that because I don't have a lot of green in my profile. Mm. So I, when you're saying that, I go, oh, yeah, that makes sense. I don't do that but <laughs> because I don't have it. Yeah. And it doesn't cross my mind and I can see how it does happen. Absolutely. So that's a good call out. Thanks. That's another aha. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Because so, <laughs> yeah. I, I see it as like, oh, you know, the person said, oh, well, that was just – you know, because of X, Y, Z. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? And and I think as coaches, we've got to just be aware, you know, why am I doing what I'm doing? Yeah. Or what's, you know, what's my motivation right now? Is it because I'm trying to get the best out of them? Yeah. Or is it because it's making me, feel, making me for, feel more comfortable? Yeah. And as coaches, we've got a whole point of tension mm, mm. with people, mm. you know? And so it's not it's not about being the sledgehammer. It's not about nailing them. But it's holding a point yeah. of tension. It's okay for things not to be okay. Yes. You know, it's okay for them to be dissatisfied with something because that's where growth comes from. Absolutely. At the end of the day. So I think sometimes if we're in that green, we can kind of be a co-conspirator, like, oh, help them explain it away and justify yeah. it yeah. and all yeah. that kind of stuff. You know, yeah. oh, it doesn't really matter. No. It's not such a problem. No, look, see, it's only, you know, it's just over the 50th percentile, oh, so I wouldn't okay. worry about Don't that worry much. About you know, this is a bigger fish to fry over here or whatever. Yeah. You know, it can also be kind of to your point that you're touching on is if we're familiar with those styles and they have it in their profile too, you know, maybe we see some value in them. <laughs> and yes. so maybe we're like, oh, well, you know, approval's actually pretty okay. Yeah. You know, it's the red ones that are the problem. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Or vice versa when we go to the red ones. Oh, you know, red's a bit of drive, but you don't oh. want to be this pushover over no, here. You can get stuff done. That red really helps to get, get all those things done. done. Yeah. You know, so you just got to be careful that you're not kind of justifying your own profile yeah. as well, potentially being a conspirator and your, your own profile. So that's how sometimes the red, uh, mm. sorry, the green yeah. can be that kind of, I want to make it okay for people. Yep. But it's, we want to hold that point of tension. Yep. You know, and mm. so, you know, a humanistic encouraging coach. If we want to be up in that constructor mm. zone, it's about, this is a great phrase I heard working with a team the other day. It talked about being kind rather than nice. Ah, lovely. Right? I want to be kind rather than nice. Kind is actually pointing it out to people. Yes. Kind is helping people be better. Yes. Nice is excusing it away. Lovely. Pretending it doesn't exist, mm. you know? So we want to be kind rather than nice. Now, humanist encouraging. I want to get the best out of you. Mm. I want to help you be your best. Mm. That might mean I ask... Challenging questions. Challenging questions and hold, you know, hold that point of tension mm, with you mm. because that's how you're going to grow and be your best mm, rather mm. than 
making it okay, explaining it away. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't really matter for you. Take it easy. Beauty. Thanks, you know? Tom. I will. Yeah, challenge and support. It's challenge and support. That, that's it, hand in hand. Mm. It's humanistic mm. encouraging. Mm. Mm. What about over in red? <laughs> over in the red <laughs> now, area. let me tell you what I really <laughs> think here. You know, and well, some of it will be explaining it away. We're not explaining it, but we'll be explaining it. So let me tell you what that is. And this is how, you know, so we may get into adopt the telling mode uh-huh. and giving the answer or absolutely stepping into task and action without actually getting the person to think about what it is that they might be doing or how. And, you know, sometimes it's often tone and that behavior and those sorts of things. So, yeah, in that, you know, probably that preference around the red, then absolutely, let's just get on with this. Make it snappy. I've given you five minutes to get to an insight and you haven't yet, so let me just point it out for you. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes that's tempting. Yeah. You know, and I someone, know that I've done that a couple of times, yeah. You know, yeah. someone with a bit of red in my profile too. Yeah, yeah. Or, or the other one I see, you're debriefing someone with a bit of a uh, dependent. Now, what's the style you want to check out? Oh, I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, yeah, about, yeah. Well, I'm interested in this dependent. Let's go there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or that competitive, one of my favorite things, you know, individual with some high competitive thinking and their classic line is, well, what does everyone else's look like? And it's like, well, which style? So sometimes when they call that is, which style do you think that might show up in those sorts of things? Mm. But yeah, well, you know, what would you do? What are the extra, you know, that these people do? Or what does your profile look like? Mm can be what comes back to help, you know, deflect in a different way. So, yeah, being cautious around those. And I guess the piece is, you know, how to, as the coach, how do you role model constructive? That's it. And and so, uh, yeah, I think we're touching on it. You can fall into that telling mm, trap, mm, mm. right? Which, look, I think it actually comes from a good place. I want to help you, so I'm going to give you some advice or I'm going to point things out. Mm. So the intention can be sound, but it's not. As effective yeah. as people kind of drawing their own conclusions. I interviewed a while ago Michael Bungai Stanier on the podcast. Oh, okay. He wrote the, yeah. the advice trap and the coaching habit. He has a quote in the book. I forget who it's by, but it, it always stuck with me, which is giving advice to people is like giving someone foreign currency. It seems kind of useful, but I don't know what to do with it. You know? <laughs> I like it. It like seems it. kind of useful, but I'm not sure what to do. Yeah. So kind of being aware of that. And it's also, to your point, you know, we talked earlier about if I've got a bit of competitive, a bit of perfectionistic, and I might be kind of like, and they've got it too, I say, yeah, but you know, that one's actually, yeah. that was pretty good. You know, look, with all the styles, there can be useful things about them. Yep. All right, but what's the payoff and trade-off? And so rather than telling them, co-conspirating, it's yeah. asking those questions, yeah. right? It's being curious. How does it help? How does it hinder? Where might it get in the way? Where does it add value? Yeah. And sometimes I will use my personal experience, you know, if people are sometimes struggling, I might go, well, you know, in the past, this has how it played out for me, you know, and you can give an example. Don't do it all the time because, oh, yeah, that's me. But sometimes that can just be helpful to enlighten. Is there a decision point for you whether you share your own story or not, Fee? What do you think? Uh, I don't necessarily think it's a conscious mm. piece. Probably where I do leverage it, and this might be to my own disadvantage, is, and it's possibly more with individuals who are passive defensive because they may not share. Mm. One of the traits, you know, is that they're hesitant to share. So I will give a story, my own reflection of my own stuff to help encourage them. Yeah, but I don't, you know, sometimes it's just to give them some insight. Part of it may also be that, yeah, right. I'm just going to tell you what I think sort of stuff. <laughs> and it, may, it may be the subconscious conscious piece. However, for me personally, you know, from time to time, I will struggle more with a passive defensive individual than I will 
with an aggressive defensive, and that's probably reflective of my own profile because I understand the aggressive defensive and constructive more than passive defensive. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting, like, with the story, I always try and ask myself, why am I sharing yes. the story right now? Because yep. sometimes it's just because I'm interested. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, too. Like, I was debriefing someone the other day, and it was so funny. In so many ways, this guy was, like, a parallel of me. It was really weird. <laughs> like, in so many other things. And I really wanted to, like, oh, my God, that's just like me, like, blah, blah, blah. And actually, I resisted in that case. Yeah. Because I was like, well, why am I actually doing it? And yeah. It's just because I'm finding it so fascinating. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. like, on multiple points, just not even just the profile, but just in life and stuff. There yep. are so many similarities. Yeah. But what point, what purpose is it serving? Yeah. yeah. But on the other hand, I think there is a time, like I've done ones where I've shared my kind of story, yep. particularly with, you know, the cost outside of work, yes. a personal cost. And that's really resonated with people. And they're like, oh my God, like that's just like, yeah. you know, me and, and this situation. And that's been useful to unlock it for them. But I guess it's just being, you know, I guess thinking about why am I sharing the story right now. And it's actually their debrief, not ours, <laughs> exactly. which is the other bit that you just got to remember, <laughs> exactly. actually, here to talk about you, not about me. And so, and that can also be a challenge is that, you know, and it's, you know, I think back to, you know, when I was HR business partner sort of stuff, you know, and the performance discussion and the people who could deflect and and then they walk out of the room and they've got away scot-free and they, oh, well, that was easy. Whereas, you know, it's that same sort of gig where, I'm actually here to debrief you and I end up talking about myself, which doesn't happen, but you've just got to be mindful of of those sorts of things that is actually, this is about you. It's also a great point that you just triggered me on, especially with new practitioners. Yep. I see this all the time, is it's also not a chance to demonstrate your prowess of LSI knowledge. Correct. Technical yeah. knowledge. And I think, you know, look, in the debrief, to be fair, we kind of set you up with all this technical knowledge and then we say, don't use it. <laughs> Yeah. And it's to have in your back pocket if you need it. Yes. But it doesn't mean I come out and when I'm setting up, well, oh, this is the norming group. You know, there's 14,000 people and da, da, da. Yeah. You know, also interpreting circumplaces. Circumplaces. Yes. This is what this means. Yes. Right? Oh, I never want to give people an explanation of themselves. They're the expert in themselves. Correct. You yeah. Know, the, LSI data is just data for input for good questions in well, the coaching conversation. Yeah, and it comes back to that other piece, that other podcast, Dom, that we did around awareness, acceptance, action, is in that awareness phase, the report you've got, a, I've got, when I come to debrief, I've got a bucket load of data. You've got a story. The awareness is how do these two tie together? Yeah. And that's that piece that you were just alluding to is, yeah, how do we connect the dots for people? And yeah, and we're not actually part of that process. You know, and the, where the technical expertise comes is I understand myself pretty well and I understand those styles and help me understand the others. And my other tip in terms of just on that areas of strength, and I still do it now, not that often, is, you know, when there's a style and people go, oh, what is, how does this dependent, what does that mean? And, you know, they'll ask the question, you might go, what do you think it means? And I got no idea or tell me more. And I mightn't be able to, so in my early days, so for newer practitioners, well, let's have a look at it together and we might explore the cards or use the self-development guide. And then that way, I'm looking at the same pages. Oh, right. So from a confidence perspective, I'm not demonstrating that I don't know and they don't know that I don't know, but let's explore it together. Which in a way is teaching them how to Correct. do it for the other 12 stars. Yeah. Or in the other side, we've got all the questions. Yes. Well, what's better definition than looking at all the yeah, questions yeah. that made it up? You yeah. know? So use absolutely use the data that's there and just whilst we're, you know, thinking about tips and stuff in that 
accredited practitioners guide, the newer one. So for older practitioners, won't have this information necessarily, but it's on our, pretty sure it's on the web. But, you know, if you're debriefing passive defensive styles, here's some tips. Mm. If you're debriefing aggressive defensive styles, here's some tips. If you're debriefing constructive styles, here's some tips. So there's some pages in there, you know, so slow it down, you know, operate at this pace, use this sort of language. So there are some useful insights within the resources that we have that can help frame that up for you in terms of, you know, preparing yourself. And it is also very much about being aware of, you know, how does my own profile show up for other people? And how can I use these debriefs to practice being more constructive myself? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So kind of put your constructive Mm. hat on as Mm. when you can. And we'll we'll, uh, have some links for those blogs. And we've actually got some podcasts on on similar topics too, Mm. so we can put those in the the notes at the bottom of the page, uh, link in the show notes. And we've touched about it a few, touched around it a few times already, but it's this idea of the familiarity. Yeah. With the different styles. So typically, you know, when people have been debriefed, you know, I've focused on the couple that mm. are in my profile and I don't quite know or be able mm. to explain, you know, others which are yeah. not. You know, so you talked about, well, you don't have to be the expert, so look it up at the time. Yeah. I reckon it's also worth, as a coach, you know, grab the self-development guide. That's a wealth of information and knowledge in there, you know, and just read through it, Yeah, you know, random style and, and stuff yeah. like that. I actually still do this to do that to this day because in accreditation we often you know assign a style yes. to each person they go away and read and then you know depending how many people in the group yeah. you might end with a start end up with a style yourself now, i'm just trying to grab a random one actually now just to refresh myself because sometimes it's been a while yeah as a coach since you've actually read the booklet particularly for a style that doesn't apply to you yeah and i find i get like a new view i'm like oh huh i kind of had forgotten that or wasn't aware of that yeah and these styles, so it's worth, you know, just checking it out. Yeah. And even just those reflections in terms of sometimes when people, when you ask individuals about how does this behavior show up for you and you go, oh, right, oh, okay, <laughs> you know, and oh, that's what that is. You know, it's like I said earlier when someone's sitting there agreeing with me saying yes all the time, I go, oh, that's good, I think I'm brilliant. <laughs> and they're actually just saying yes because that's what they say. Yeah. Uh, or agreeing to everything. So then it becomes the question of, okay, well, we've just rattled off 10 ideas. The question then I ask is which one of those are you going to do Yeah, to trigger them out of that approval sort of mm. stuff. So, yeah, it can work both ways. Absolutely recommend that self-development guide for insight. And the other piece is too, particularly for practitioners who are in an organization where there's several practitioners, is that opportunity every now and then to just sit down and chat about stuff, which is the thing that I find with us as consultants. When I observe or sit in someone else's accreditation or we just chat about styles, I go, oh, God, I never really thought about that question or mm. that's a cracking question. Oh, right. Oh, really? So you just those insights can be really valuable because we all interpret stuff differently. We have different behaviors. Yeah, it can show up. You know, all of those behaviors can show up differently for individuals. You know, someone I had once, they were quite competitive and it wasn't actually about the winning per se and being the best. What their gig around the competitive was, was the recognition by superiors, was that I actually want to be the one in the room with the CEO on the board. Right. Status. Status. Yeah. Rather than the, you know, no, I'm not going to show that I'm the best sort of stuff or outdo other people. I just wanted the recognition and the status piece on it, which was a really interesting mm. insight. Yeah. 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 
Without going, oh, I'm so tempted. To, it's gonna, it's gonna blow out to another half hour. But because a lot of the styles actually have a couple of different facets to them. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's a dependent or conventional, for instance, follow the rules. But it's also about blending in with the group. Yep. You know, so there's different facets to that yep. style. It's not just one thing. So yeah, and that's the same piece that for some, you know, individuals, some people they're perfectionistic might be all about delving into the detail and mm. getting a bit OCD about stuff, whereas for others it's actually about I've got to have everything, I, you know, that real unacceptable, unrealistic expectations of self that I just strive yes. and strive. And the detail's not the bit. It's actually I should be able to do all those 50 things. Yes. Why can't you type stuff? So yeah. Yeah, and that's, you know, this is how it shows up for me. It might not show up for you that same way. So that's the risk that you run by, you know, potentially espousing your own views or whatever. But, oh, no, that's not, you know, so, and also mm. so you don't get in an argument about it. Not yeah, that I yeah, think yeah. that happens, but, you know, the propensity, that critic in your head might be, well, that's not actually what it is. Whereas it's, you know, and that's the thing about the LSI. There are so many different layers to it. Mm. And what resonates for someone may not resonate for somebody else. Mm. Yeah. So, you know, I guess in, in conclusion, you know, it's being aware of what's going on for mm. you as a coach in the moment. You know, so why am I, you know, collaborating with them or whatever? <laughs> am I holding a point of tension? Yes. Without telling them, you know, all that stuff. So how can I be, what does a constructive coaching look like yep. versus maybe playing into some of those defensive styles? Yeah. You know, just being aware of that. You mentioned, you know, getting together with, with other people, if, if you're with a group or saying who are all accredited. You know, the way I've learned a lot of stuff is through these podcasts yeah, where best. we sit down and have yeah. these have these conversations, essentially, right, which is open to everyone. Yeah. Know? So I know I've taken so many ideas and concepts that I've uh, royalty-free taken from uh, other consultants uh, shamelessly, you know, but it's so interesting to hear other people's mm. approaches how they explain things, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, you know, I recommend people out there to check out the back catalogue. Absolutely. It's a shameless a bit, plug. Yeah, no, I need to do a bit of it myself. Because <laughs> when I do listen, then that's, a, that's the beauty. It's the gift that keeps on giving, whether it's a, as a debrief or as a coach, you know, even just every now and then I pick up the self-development guide and, you know, and I look and I go, oh, yeah, I'd forgotten about that little mm. tip that mm. could be useful or just, you know, that opportunity to get the language a bit more appropriate those sorts of things can really, yeah, there's lots, there's no right, and there's no one way either. That's the other mm. piece. It's mm. really because it's individual. Mm. Mm. That's it. So, mm. you know, take a moment to reflect. You know, I liked your tip as well after the debrief. Have a quick reflection, you know, what went on for me yeah. during that debrief. Yeah. yeah. Or, um, yeah. Or the other one is, why was I hesitant to push? Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Did, I, did I kind of avoid that yeah. one? Yeah. 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 Totally. All right. Awesome tips, Fiona. I hope that helps people out there. You know, just be aware of your own style. Hold that point of tension. How are you showing up today? How are you showing up today? Beautiful spot to end on. Thanks, V. Thanks, Tom. Thanks for listening to this episode of Culture Bites. If you enjoy the show, remember to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, leave us a review. It helps other people to find the show. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, email podcast at human-synergistics.com.au. We'd love to answer it. This podcast is copyrighted by Human Synergistics Australia, all rights reserved. 
To learn more about what we do, visit human-synergistics.com.au.